Friday Eve. I never thought about yeah. it like that. <laughs> You've never heard that? I didn't think of it. <laughs> what I've heard is Friday. Like instead of Thursday, Ooh. it's Friday. Friday. I haven't heard that yeah. one. I like that. Like if you take Friday off for like a long weekend or something, then your Thursday yeah. is actually your Friday. So, so nice. It's brilliant. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Laundry Basket Podcast. We are here with another ramble. Yes, it's another ramble, uh, another life updates. So um, Mm -hmm. can I start by saying, I'm just going to dive right into this. I listen to all kinds of podcasts, as you may have known by now. And every podcast that I listen to from the United States, they're all very different kinds. And everyone's been talking about that pickleball thing that you mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) I told you. I have been also hearing about it everywhere. It's it's taking the nation by storm. Yeah, it feels like this summer, people in the United States were just like, we're just going to pickleball and forget about everything else that's happening everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was a time to be alive. I I feel lucky to be have had a part of it, you know? Yeah, you also have your- <laughs> This is great. And it's like I said, it's really not a hard thing. I'm not a sp- athletic person and it was just fun. Mm-hmm. Highly yeah. recommend if you if you have a court yeah. near you ever. Yeah, I I don't think I I have a court around. <laughs> so, but you yeah, know, it was okay. just very interesting. Like I was like this is like a social thing that anthropologists are going to talk about in the future. <laughs> the summer yeah, of 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it lasts longer than that cuz I actually bought paddles. Oh, okay. I, I got to keep this going. I'm committed. <laughs> okay, but speaking of podcasts, the one that you shouted out last week, I listened to the other day and it was so good. It was just Which one? Which one? Episode. Oh, Lovers and Friends? Yes, Lovers and Friends. Yes. And she had this like social media lady, Teffy, on and they were talking about like cheating and relationships and it was just really, I loved the way that they broke it down so yeah for the yeah it's good it's a good podcast it's a very good podcast yeah i love her she's mm-hmm. yeah she's she, her background she's for real like, and very interesting too yeah very much yes yeah nice i'm glad i'm glad i hope people are listening to these podcasts that we're sharing i'm just gonna say since last week i spoke about a podcast that i listened to on the train but i realized that i didn't actually say properly the name because it's oh. a Spanish, like it's in Spanish, the podcast. Oh, so yes. it is one yeah. book, one hour, but it's in Spanish. So it's un libro, una hora for those who understand okay. Spanish. Yeah. Just, I just needed to correct that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. You don't want to, you got to do it justice. But um, yeah. Okay. October. So here we are. It's fall. What are we? It's, there we is feeling? something. Okay. So there's something about the month of October. There is something that people Mm -hmm. just go nuts, at least Mm -hmm. in North America. Well, in in the Northern Hemisphere, (laughs) like it's 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 a little messed up because I mean, it's not messed up, but in the Southern Hemisphere, um, October is like full on spring. So it's so hard for me to imagine this month, which for us, it's like the spooky month 
it's the month where like you know the days are shorter the nights are longer and we have you know it just how do you be how, how can you be spooky in the spring when like the birds are chirping and like yeah. no baby like, bunnies are baby like bunnies are so spooky like <laughs> that's actually such a good point I've never thought about it but yeah we're so lucky that I don't know about lucky but it's very aesthetically pleasing the way that yeah. the season lines up with the holidays and it is. the themes of the month it's yeah can I just say I, I enjoy it yes and speaking of October and all things spooky have you mm. heard that Hocus Pocus is doing a comeback Am I the oh, only one excited about this? I did. I did. I don't know, man. I feel like they're going to fuck it up. I feel like it's not going to be good. Oh, it's never so good. Salima. I'm like, yeah. First of all, I want to rewatch the original Hocus Pocus. That's the first thing I want to do. Because yeah, I, think, I love that movie. But like, I watched it when I was a kid and I remember loving it, but I don't remember the storyline at all. Like, I just remember the okay. three witches and stuff like that. So, I really want to rewatch it. Re so, already I'm excited about that. Like, yeah, rewatching it. That's a must do. And then, you know, watching the new one. Yeah. I'm going to okay. do it. I'm going to do I'll it do and it I'll too. give you a report. I'm going to yeah. do it either way. I just, I go in with <laughs> low expectations these days. Okay. That's just. <laughs> just who I am. I can't change it. Only a few times a month, maybe like once or twice, we do yeah. a meeting in the office. We rent an office space and we meet there, me and my, uh, my team. And we spend the whole day there. So those are very like energy consuming days where, yeah. you know, I'm not in the comfort of my home office. I'm making sure things get done, making sure they're like, you know, important topics get discussed. So everything is so intense because we really want to, you know, pack it up with like, it's got to be worth our time because we're paying for the office space. So when I come back, I'm just like, I need silence. <laughs> and I'm just like, and every time, you know who I think about, I think about people who have like very like, basically I just think about teachers and I'm like, you know, teachers who who spend the whole day just like so many voices are around them, like all these kids and they have to like exert so much energy to just like keep the kids in line, like especially like younger kids like or hyper kids. And when they get home, I'm just like, if you're a teacher, how do you have your own kids? How do you also yeah. get home and now right. you have your own kids to deal with? I'm like, do you ever get a break? <gasps> I feel the like there's no teachers. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a special place in heaven for like kindergarten teachers, preschool for teachers, real. especially because those oh kids have the shortest attention spans. <laughs> they are just interrupting and asking questions all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just 30 of them at once. Right? It's crazy. But yeah, so anyways. Yeah, that's real. So, so you that's are why. feeling, was that today? You, you know, a... that was today. It was the whole day. Okay. It was nice, you know, I gave one of the employees a, a, a boost in her job, like position and, and wage and everything. So it was nice, you know, we were discussing kind of like the new objectives and stuff like that. And then, but it's just like, it's a lot of energy consuming things, like just saying it, I'm just telling you, this is what happened. But like, while it's happening, 
I have to be aware of like how I'm communicating things. How am I saying, you know, the message so it comes across correctly? How am I like my mind is thinking about a million things at a time. And, you know, I'm thinking about like my body posture and am I giving her space so she could say her piece? And am I just like all this stuff? So I'm just like, you know, it's a lot. And then from there, we move to like looking at like a client's application and we're like highly focused. We can't miss one detail. And we're like trying to create protocols now. So like we're more efficient. Just speaking about it is like I'm getting tired again to just like talk about it again. It sounds like a lot to it's think lot. about. It's yeah, like I've never had that perspective as the boss. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you have so many layers of like there's so many layers responsibility. Yes, it never. It's a lot. It's all of the response. It's all of it basically <laughs> all at once. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got home and I was just like, I need quiet. Julio went to teach, so I was great. I got the house to myself. And I'm just like watching travel videos, just in quiet. <laughs> it's been great. It's like your own and, personal habit. Yes. Can I just say today, I was thinking about you. I was thinking about all of our laundry basket listeners because I had a fashion moment that I feel like I must Ooh. share. So okay. weather has been great. We've been having the nicest fall here. It's just like this sweet, like, in the morning, maybe it's like 15 degrees, then it goes up to maybe like 17 to 20 max, and then it goes back down. It's just a really nice, you know, fall weather. So I left the house today. Number one, I wore my oversized guy shirt, so I felt pretty cool. Oh, yes, nice. I did. The one that's did like it. oversized, but not like 100% oversized, but still yeah. oversized. It's and I was walking out of the house, and I was like, it's just a little like there's a little breeze so I went back in and my mind was just like grab your poncho and then I was like am I gonna do this and I was like I'm gonna do it fuck it this is a fashion moment so get this I have this poncho that Julio got me like last Christmas for it's a poncho that you can get at like chapters indigo it's made to be cozy at home reading a book okay but it's just like a really nice grayish blue. And I was like, that's what I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear this thing outside in the streets, yes. in the sky train, <laughs> because I actually took the train to like the office. And I was like, I'm going to wear it. Fuck it. It was perfect because of the weather. Because oh. I didn't want to wear a suit. I, I didn't want to wear a jacket. I was just like, no, it needs to be something that's just like, you know, flowy, but warm. And that's it, guys. Ponchos are my new thing. And hear me. Like, I am sure I'm saying it today, October 5th, 2022. This is going to be in fashion. They're going to do a big comeback. Okay. Mark, your words. I believe you. Ponchos are amazing. They're so comfortable Mm -hmm. and, like, flowy. And it's fun to layer them. Like, I love that you just put it on top of the shirt. Like, that sounds cute. Yeah. Into it. I feel like we just need to do an ongoing theme of like spooky random fall things, okay? Down. Do you have a spooky okay. thing? There? I actually do. Yeah, actually this is this is a little out there. So, hold on to your witch hats, but this was okay. This was a definitely a TikTok video that I saw, but they were saying that across like sev- this woman studied I think she studied like Wiccan 
at a university and what's Wiccan in it's like witchcraft like it's oh okay it's like a it's like a thing that you could study okay I think it's like maybe they're just studying the history of it like right 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 yeah which okay, is that makes throughout sense. history <laughs> when also like... just like folklore and different like rituals and culture mm. like it's it's more than just witches I'm sure but anyway she was talking about how I would love that in, I know I'm like that actually sounds like kind of a fun I missed that at university <laughs> for real I was yeah. like what Okay. Wasn't an option at my Lutheran university. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so she was saying across like several different um, folklore stories and like myths and legends across different cultures, they say that you shouldn't whistle at night. And she was just Uh saying like, just don't do it because it's like inviting in like something. And if you hear a whistle back, that's even worse. Like, just don't do it though. Oh my God! How did you get you this fact? Oh, TikTok! You follow this girl on TikTok. TikTok. No, I don't follow I love her. It. it was just something that popped up. But yeah, oh, it popped up. Yeah. Okay, it's good to have a list of spooky, like you know, like <laughs> warnings. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like. I just think they're fun to to hear about. But then I actually am taking it seriously, and I'm like, no, yeah, never again. Get, like, I'm just never doing that. Not whistling. <laughs> at night yeah right so i have a spooky thing to share this is uh speaking of folklore this is a very common thing in uh cultures that speak spanish basically latin america and spain okay so we have this thing called in spanish is el duende and el duende means the house owner or the owner is el duende and it's imagine like a the Irish people call them leprechauns. Imagine yeah. like a leprechaun, like yeah. a little little being that maybe lives like in the trees or something. Yeah. And okay. so what El Duende, what he does is he or she doesn't. I don't even know if sometimes it might not be gender neutral, but the Duende <laughs> will hang out in your house and he'll do like little tricks. So he'll hide things and mainly he'll hide things. So, you know, when you like look for something and you're like, you can't find it. And then you go back and you look again, you're like, I swear I looked it here already. Like, I swear I emptied my purse already. How did I not see it? And now all of a sudden I see it. So that's El yes. Duende for you. And um, in my whole trip to Europe, so cute. I had a Duende with me. I'm telling you, like this Duende was like, everything i would like look for something and then i wouldn't find it It would be like emptying all my bags and everything like what and then i would just like it would randomly appear and i was like here he is again you know just being (laughs) a duende (laughs) wait so this is like a a legend and then is it everyone has or every house has one or it's like just comes up randomly it's like i I don't know know how they work I don't know the whole like. What are the rules? I don't know if the duendes are like couch surfers and they just like show up whenever they want to. But um, definitely, you know, have you seen those houses? I think Italians must have something like this too because you, it, it, a lot of times you see Italian people put these like leprechauns on their lawn. They'll have like all these like oh, trolls like or like gnomes. Yeah, like yes. gnomes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
So at when this like a gnome. So I think if you let's say you're like in an antiques market or a flea market or whatever, you pick up a gnome, like a little gnome, and you just that's you bringing the duende in your house. Like there's oh, no going back. Oh. This is it. The duende now is in your that house, and you brought him in. You know. But I don't have that. Like I'm not walking around with a little <laughs> pocket travel duende. So right. But you know, apparently. You know, I went to Europe and some duende along the way maybe jumped in my bag or something and was like, I'm going in for the ride because in my house, this doesn't happen. Like, I don't have uh, yeah. um, a duende in your house. I don't have a duende in my house. No, I've, I haven't had these experiences. Did you bring him my... home with you? <laughs> I haven't noticed. You know, it's been a week and a bit. And uh, so far, I'm, I found everything. I did forget at least one thing in, in Sophia's house. So if she hasn't found it, then then that's it. That duende is just not giving it back, I guess. But usually they, they're not mean. They just play tricks on you. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how it works. I don't know if they go from like a house to another house or if you come to a house and it's like the duende already lives there and like that's it, you know, he's there with you. This is the cutest legend cute. I've ever heard. I really <laughs> like it. It's like so harmless. It's okay. It's innocent. Yeah. So whenever there's a little thing that happens uh, and then it like gets resolved and you're like, how? Oh, that's a duende. I, I just want to, have you been hearing about this thing that people call the great resignation? Um, you haven't heard about like this? in in reference to employees like people just yeah. quitting and leaving yes yeah. i guess yes okay so i have a thing here because i'm hearing it everywhere oh the great resignation the great resignation. but at the same time i'm hearing oh inflation things are going up in price and like rent is expensive houses are so expensive i'm like who has the luxury to just quit because they're like, oh, the great resignation. I'm like, and then what? What are these people doing? Like, oh, they've just resigned. And now they're just at home, like, resigning. Just just being unemployed for fun. Like, what is happening? Have you heard anything about this? Um, I think I was hearing about it more, like, right in the middle of the pandemic. And now, now I'm okay. not hearing about it as much. Now I'm hearing a lot about inflation and people wanting, like, the stability more. I feel like yeah. it's just been kind of volatile, like since the pandemic, the job yeah. market and the housing market, it's just like kind of unpredictable. And okay. some people, I do think there was a great resignation. I feel like I felt it just in my like social group, like with a lot of friends that I knew and like my husband's coworkers and just, so I was hearing a lot of people leaving their jobs. And, and then, then what they were they getting do? new jobs. They were getting higher oh, okay. paying jobs. Like they were negotiating oh. higher salaries and finding work that was remote because they weren't enjoying like the positions that they were in where they were being pressured to go back in. All kinds of different reasons. Some people were moving like, but I think for the most part, people were trying to negotiate higher, like better working conditions. Hmm. Okay. All right, so we'll leave it at that. Because I was like, what are these people doing? They're just quitting. Like, they're just staying at home. Like, how? But yeah, whatever. I don't know. I'm sure, like, sh I'm sure there's a lot of people who are just staying at home and collecting unemployment. But I also, like, the people that I know who were quitting were going on to something better. They weren't just, like, 
quitting to hang out. Just stay home. <laughs> to just chill on the couch. No. No, none of my friends. <laughs> I wanted to ask something super random. But okay. as a, my, a fellow Moroccan, I wanted to ask what is the most like life-changing food that you ate growing up in Morocco? And then also... Mm-hmm. What was the most traumatizing? Give me a minute. I need to, I feel no, like I'll I need start. to answer. I'll start. Okay, you start. You've okay. thought about this. I'm so for kidding. me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot of really good ones that were like life-changing, but I feel like the pastilla, the, excuse me, the pastilla, mm. I always want to fucking roll my L's now that I'm like taking Spanish classes and oh. I keep fucking up with when I'm saying like French and Moroccan words now. Anyway, yeah. the fish pastilla with like the layers of filo dough and the butter and like the seafood um, is probably the best. Like the one that I was like, this, this is amazing. And then the most traumatizing was probably like the lamb eyeballs. Wait, you had lamb eyeballs? I never had. I lamb never, <laughs> I never actually ate it, but I saw Umi eating it and like other people oh, eating it. I there were only two, that. you know. Yeah, I mean they go by, they walk quickly. So you don't want it, you're definitely not getting it. <laughs> so okay, so this is how I'm gonna answer this question. A lot of food has been amazing. And because you mentioned Bastilla, I'm not going to use that one. The first thing that came to my mind when you said the one that impacted me the most has to be the snails. The way we prepare snails, we as if I have ever prepared snails, the way people prepare snails in Morocco, I think is just out of this world delicious. It's just this spicy soup but not too spicy, but just enough and it's warm and you've got the snails and like the whole experience of eating them. It's so entertaining. So I definitely would say that has been enriching for my life to just have had that experience, you know, several times. And then you said the word traumatizing. So here's, this is what I'm going to say to this. (laughs) I haven't been traumatized per se but I think like per se by by a food but I think I'm gonna say that I'm traumatized by how much I had to eat like everywhere we went everyone in all the homes they just wanted to feed us like like, there was no end to how much they would feed us and then you would try to be polite and then it would be like no you got to eat more and if you don't eat more then like they just keep pressuring you they look at you like there's something wrong with you like what is wrong with you (laughs) or like an offense and then they'll be like oh you didn't like it and you're like oh come on like don't guilt me into this so it's just like and then they'd like point at someone else who's eating and be like, well, she's still eating. So now you're the one who's like, something's wrong with you because like, are you sick? Is that why you don't want to eat? And then, so anyways, this whole like, you know, fatting you up and my stomach is pretty small. Like I get full easily. So I had like to develop a strategy over the years 
or it's a very simple Ooh, strategy. What's this? Yeah, you just <laughs> pretend that you're done eating when you're not done eating. There's two. There's oh, two tricks. Trick number yeah, one: yeah. eat slowly, and it's easy to eat slowly because, especially when it's one of those tagines where everyone shares the same big plate. Although these ladies will keep track. They, oh, like, they watch. They They're like track. your area is looking a little full. You got to keep going. How many loaves so of bread have you, you worked through? How much bread, right? Because it's like the whole thing. So what I would do is I would take a bread, but like I would wet it in the sauce. I would push things around a little bit, like slowly. <laughs> so it looks act like busy. it's in someone else's area. <laughs> Definitely act oh, busy. Oh, push things over. <laughs> Damn, only, I mean, I'm sure other cuisines around the world, but you can't do this with single plates. You have to have it. the communal food for this trick. So I was just like pushing things around, kind of like a bureaucrat who's not doing their job. They're just shoveling, like pushing papers around while I'm pushing food around. Okay. And then, um, and then I would like eat a little bit and then pretend eat slow. And so that every time they look, it looks like you're eating, but you've been eating. That's like when you go for the bite. You're like, quick now. For the bite. And then, I love it. And, like, oh and then they'll be like, oh, you gotta eat more, eat more, whatever. And then you're like, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not hungry. And they're like, no, you eat more. And then you eat more because you actually do want to eat more. But you know, you just pretend you stop before. So there's a whole protocol. <laughs> like all of this is going on <laughs> while we're eating. <laughs> wow. You have it down to a science. I'm so and, impressed. Yeah. I'm so I know it. that like it's very abstract for people who have never had a Moroccan meal to listen to us. Like the segment was probably so weird and like difficult to understand. But I know anyone who sat at those Moroccan tables with ants and or or like in someone's house who invited you to eat, like you guys know what's up. I think everyone can relate to like someone in your family being a little too in your business about your food. Like that's that happens on all sides of the family, I think. No matter yeah. where you're from. Yeah, like full on people so who don't know you. Food are like completely like watching, like, eating and... watching commenting <laughs> yeah it's real it's part of the culture <laughs> you know right left and center everyone can talk about whether you're skinny or not or yeah oh, yeah 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 so this is like another complete like left turn that i'm taking now but i just have to talk about the neighborhood apps again because last hey, week please. i was telling you <laughs> we want to know what happened about to that the guy. Bow and arrow the guy oh no there's no updates oh. on the bow and arrow none about that guy that we've lost him but the other one who has been just exposing himself to people they were having like the night that we recorded the last episode then that night i like checked my email and steve was also telling me he was like there's live updates they are like following him through the neighborhood like the neighbors were like tracking his car they like watched him get into a car they had pictures of it on the app they were like following him around so now they're stalking so now the neighbors are stalking yeah. the indecent exposure guy they're just it's taking the, the law into their own hands okay <laughs> just mad respect i'm like i couldn't be me but i will watch and enjoy because this is crazy okay, just, there's probably like someone in the app is like has dreams of being like the sheriff in town kind of thing with like oh, the God. star 
and everything. And Tanya's just like, but okay, so wait, they followed the guy, they took pictures. Why aren't they going to the cops? I think why are they, they have this? like <laughs> I think that the cops are involved. Like they the lady the second time it happened, like got a picture of him and I think reported it. And but why are people but, just taking pictures? Why isn't anything more important happening to this person than just being photographed? I, mean, what would you be doing? I would not be I would like, not be interacting to press anyway. charges. Oh, this person, you know, relieved themselves in front of me and then the cops yeah, can but like they don't have a name him. and i think i think that's why people were following him because they wanted to like find his address and see what his name is and then report him that way because the cops don't know who it is they just have a picture like i don't know Yo, so you you see those like podcasts for like true crime or whatever i feel like we have yeah. our own version now of this <laughs> yeah now i just gotta do live updates i de- re-download the app just for you guys so we yeah. will continue we're gonna need to know (laughs) okay so i have a a a little exercise that would like a game that we could do um where we can go through our week kind of like every day and just talk about how it feels for each day of the week or like if we have special things that we do during those days so okay I don't know, like we could start with Monday because like that's the first work day and a lot of people hate on Monday and a lot of people are just like, oh, Monday, whatever. This is like, you know, Monday sucks. And I actually really like my Mondays. I'm kind of a Monday groupie. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> I like Mondays too, but I think it has for me a lot to do with the self-employed, like being self-employed that I get to make the Mondays really fun I guess what is it about your Monday really fun like what do you make what is what's the thing that you do on Mondays well so I I guess I used to have really heavy blog post writing days so those days I would just be like doing research and recipe development and then writing blog posts but that's kind of like a heavy like mental load day so I moved that to Tuesdays and now on Mondays I'm like editing videos and answering emails and doing more of the light work so that mm-hmm. helps me to not feel, and I'm, sh- I feel like you can do this. I guess it depends on your job, but it's, it's helped me a lot to get more done. I feel more productive yeah. because I'm not mm-hmm. like pressuring myself to be like all, all the way in on a Monday. Yeah. That sounds like a lot on a Monday to be like researching and writing blog posts and recipes and all of that. Yeah, on Mondays, I what I've done in the last few years is my Monday morning is like mine. No meetings, no like interruptions. And usually I write, I review, like I take some time to review like my planner, you know, goals for the week, you know, who are the priority clients I got to take care of, like things like that. And that just, yeah. makes it it makes the rest of the week way better by doing that yeah yeah i love yeah. that no meetings on mondays i feel like that should be a universal thing in the morning. No meetings. In the, morning. <laughs> the one that i'm like no meetings is on fridays it's very rare that i'll have like a client meeting on a friday completely like okay. no meeting. yeah yeah tuesdays and wednesdays are kind of a shit show like just all kinds of things happen that's just a lot of working 
And uh, Tuesday, well, Tuesday evening, I do the salsa dancing. And Wednesdays, we record the podcast. So those are great. And by Thursday, I'm happy because now it's almost Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Friday Eve. Friday Eve. I never thought about it like that. (laughs) You never heard that? I didn't think of it. (laughs) What I've heard is Friday. Like instead of Thursday, it's Friday. Friday. I haven't heard that one. I like that. Like if you take Friday off for like a long weekend or something, then your Thursday is actually your Friday. So So nice. Brilliant. People think about so many good things. Yeah. So Thursday's good. Friday. It's still heavy, but at least, but at least I know the next day is Friday. And and then Friday, unless I have like a very very special thing happening, my Friday is just, it feels great. It feels light. You know, I I start the day usually with like we'll go to the bakery and we'll get something nicer for breakfast, and then you know. And then the rest of the day just goes well. And then hope and then usually I don't I never work past like if I work till three on a Friday, that was a long day. Like usually I'll stop around 12:30 and then I'll like clean the house or do something, you know, that'll set the tone for the weekend. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um my Tuesdays are pretty fun because I have this meeting every Tuesday with my friend who's also a food blogger and we just like well half the time we're literally just like catching up and talking but then on a productive day on a productive Tuesday we like have an agenda and we like go through different like we'll update each other on like new SEO things in the food blogging world or like we'll compare like strategies for pitching a recipe or like all kinds of just random work related stuff and it's just like a fun way to start the day and then like I was saying I'll do like the recipe development and the research and all that stuff and then Wednesdays are the days where I'll do my shoots so I like do all of the Mm -hmm. videos and photos of the food and the recipes that I developed and then on Thursdays I'll edit again and like upload all of that to the website and to like all the different social media platforms and then I also like a lot of the times on Thursdays we'll do work for different clients and then Fridays I shoot again and then okay I've been trying to give myself afternoons off for Fridays like I was gonna yeah. try and do summer Fridays but I did not stop working before you just kept going <laughs> what about so you only shoot Wednesdays and Fridays yeah that's so interesting like you have it and that's set that's how the schedule works you're not going to randomly shoot something on a monday sometimes i will like i have like their last week i had two different clients i had to do shoots for so i did like a tuesday shoot and i did a thursday shoot but then Mm -hmm. it just means i get i fall behind on like editing my own stuff and i fall behind on like writing my own posts and everything so then I'll end up like I was working weekends last month like it's I'm just really like pushing hard this month because I'm about to get onto and like an ad network and I'm telling myself that I'm just doing it this month but like I just said it's been happening all summer (laughs) yeah but if you still have the energy my philosophy I'm enjoying have the energy you enjoy it 
because if you just sit there, you're going to be antsy. You can't force yourself. Thinking about it anyway. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be thinking about it anyways. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, but that's And then do you guys have like regular regular weekend plans or is it kind of just different every because for us it's like kind of different every weekend like all over the well julio has a monthly schedule so you know he has he djs every friday night so already he has that going on and then i'll show up once in a while to that party and then he has he hosts a party every end of the month so i'll show up to that party as well so at least i can tell you that last weekend of the month most probably i'll be at that because that's like a salsa party and then in the middle of the month we have another friend who also does a salsa party so we probably go there as well so we we follow <laughs> there's a lot of dancing there's some routine of, of parties that's so the routine of party yeah but i think <laughs> yeah that for me like that's kind of normal in my life like i'm just like of course there's a routine of parties or else what's life um so i can tell you for sure we have there will be some dancing like a lot of my social life will revolve around that but then i also have um and this might not happen on the weekend sometimes it's the week i have a book club that i meet with so we meet you know maybe like once a month or once every six weeks and i really look forward to that like that's like a really really fun uh meeting and um yeah i want i want to join a book club is it like a did you find it through a friend or through a library well no it's a little more simple than that so um my cousin our cousin leila one time she texted yeah. me and she was like, oh. you know and she was like hey here's an idea like you like to read i like to read let's do a book club so then i was like yeah let's do it and it was going to be just the two of us but then i was like hey can I invite like one friend? And then she's like, I don't know, you know, the more people and it's like scheduling, it's hard. I'm like, I know. And they're like, and I was like, and I know, and I know the vibe, you know, we want to keep it, you know, we don't want to become like, yeah. And then I was like, trust me, like, this is the only person. And it's a really good friend of mine who, who also loves to read. And we have been sometimes discussing books. So it's almost like, we didn't have an official book club, but we were already discussing books all the time. And then I was like, I know the personalities are going to match. So then we gave it a try um, and we started meeting and it was a perfect match. It was like the energy just <laughs> flows, right? Because let's be real. Like when we meet, we'll talk about the book for like, I don't know, like 20% of the time. The other 80% were just like laughing, catching up on life, like this, this, that, which is the whole point. Like the book brings out topics that are part of life as well. So it's not just like, mm-hmm. well, I feel like the grammatical order. Like we don't go, like, you know, sometimes we do go into that nerdy stuff, but you know, it's a very, and we want to keep it very small because again, the more people, then like some people are not going to like, the, the choo- choosing the books will get complicated and then the schedule totally. get complicated, and then next thing you know mm-hmm. it's stressful so we don't want that <laughs> yeah it should feel good like it that's I think also my fear I'm like there's lots of like online ones but I'm like I don't I want it to be in person and then I also don't want it to be like a huge group because that's it has to be small lot. and then I tried to join yeah. another book club that was a much bigger group and I only went to two meetings and, and I was like, 
this is heavy and it felt like a school mm -hmm. project it didn't feel yeah that's what i was gonna like, say yeah. it sounds like school it sounds like being in an english class again which sounds like ptsd like no thank you yeah or like a sociology class so it's much more fun to do it with people that you'd want to hang out with anyways and that you know that's my opinion right mm -hmm. and then you know yeah. and keep yeah. it small that's i think that that's the recipe for success for a book club you know maybe small, i just tight. need to start one a small like a two-person yeah. one like you did two person like, two person three i would go max four yeah five if you're like really know the people you're with you know? no 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 two is sounding real real good to like, me. <laughs> like, i don't even know about five people just in general <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll just talk to myself about the book out loud <laughs> But yeah, okay, so that's nice. And then you said your weekends are kind of like random, it depends. Yeah. Yeah, it really just depends. Like, so we've been finding ourselves going like in the next month and a half, we're going to be going to Oregon like three or four weekends. So it's like every other weekend oh, just lot. to see Steve's yeah. family. And yeah, it's exciting for the holidays because we haven't seen them in a while. Mm -hmm. it was like, we haven't all been together in a while. So we're going to mm -hmm. go see them this weekend. And then. When we're not doing that, we're like either here hanging out with friends or just like working. We've been really working on the house a lot. Like we got a couple oh, windows nice. replaced. There's like a leak in the siding that has to be replaced and like just like projects. We painted yeah. a lot, a couple of rooms. So yeah, that's kind that's of our it. what our weekends look like. Yeah. No, that's amazing. That's great. I mean, that's why you have a home, right? So that you can spend time yeah. in your home okay right and then like the yard is like a whole project too that's never that's ending. another thing that's a huge that's yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a never ending it's a never ending. right closing off today bringing into the conversation our dear friend elon musk so oh, two no. big news <laughs> <laughs> What? Are you okay over that there? Was like, <laughs> that was like, that was a Duende thing. Just like I say Elon Musk and everything falls, like my headset falls, the microphone <laughs> falls. So Elon Musk. Oh my gosh. Um, announced A, that he's back into the Twitter deal. So he may actually buy it. And if he does buy it, there's a chance that he allows Trump to get back on. And he's going to do a lot less monitoring of whether the stuff that's shared on Twitter is real. So um, that's spooky, maybe, to say the least. Because obviously, mm -hmm. if you think of the timing, if Elon Musk buys Twitter and Trump gets back on Twitter and the United States elections are in two years, you know, that's kind of, it might just like do a big, impact on but is the result Trump going to jail i feel like he's well i think this is still going on like i mean how many times have they tried the guy is like you know in like mario bros when you get the star and you're like <laughs> i feel like trump is that guy he just got the star he just keeps getting just, stars he just keeps getting uh. stars okay it's crazy <laughs> so that was one thing that i was like reflecting on i'm like okay twitter elections trump okay yeah, that is then, i don't like that 
Yeah. The other thing, Elon Musk, like this is two news that happened like in a few days. He released like his robot because that's the new thing now. He's got this goal that he wants to create this robot that is like a body with limbs and everything. And uh, I don't know. What's what is your opinion on us and having robots living among us in a few years from now? Or maybe not few, but maybe like in 10 years. It's like the same way we all have phones. Like it's maybe already, we're all like it's already, yeah, I guess, no, you're right. 10 years, I feel like is more realistic. I guess they exist, but I don't think they're living among us, right? Like they're like in a lab somewhere and people are like monitoring them. But yeah, I don't really like it. It creeps me out. <laughs> it's really it's, weird it's to me. It's very sci-fi. Like now I'm like, huh. Maybe I should start reading more about sci-fi. Like maybe in there, there's going to be some like <laughs> best practices. Code. <laughs> Save yourself from the robots. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Because I'm not I just things to look out, things to keep an eye on. Because I, again, I'm going to feel like this old person, just like how old people felt when the internet started. They were probably like, oh my God, technology is taking over our lives. But I feel like it's one thing to have the internet that's just like contained in a computer or a phone. It's another thing to have a robot just walking around, like running errands. So, yeah, I don't know. Like we've got electric cars that are, it doesn't matter that electric, but we've got cars that are self-driving. We've got robots that are like fully operational, like walking around. Like humans. They literally look so realistic. It's so scary. Yeah, they look like humans. Like um, yeah. Because somebody was saying, like, what if you have a robot in your house to help you, like, do chores or whatever, but, like, someone hacks it, and now the robot's, like, mm -hmm. you up. Like, what do you do? Or, like, the robot starts stealing stuff. I don't know. It's just the robot has, like, a hustle on the side. <laughs> It's just like, they don't pay me enough to clean up this house. I'm going to start selling jewelries on this site. So I don't know. It's just like... He's a product of his environment. What can you say? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, no, I don't like it. I don't think I'm inviting them into my house anytime soon. Yeah. They're going to have to force their way in. Force their way. So. And, you know, the other thing you got to watch out for, there's the virtual reality with, like, the metaverse and, you know, people who are going to be completely addicted to living in there. So, I don't know, man. Like, th this like is for it. real. This, this is for real. It's a matter of time. I don't know how things are going to be 30 years from now. You know? I don't know. <laughs> We're heading towards <laughs> it, guys. This is, this is for real. So, uh, can't stop yeah. it. That's my last comment of today's podcast. We have to do our sharing is caring. Yes, yes. This is like this is um purely an entertainment podcast. Good. I would Bring say it on. it's called Celebrity Book Club, and basically they just break down different like memoirs that celebrities will write. I, I guess it's kind of similar to oh, the fine. one that you shared last week, where it's like they're breaking down a book in yeah. their one hour podcast but it's all memoirs and it's all like pretty well known not well known like celebrities across the board and it's uh -huh. just funny because they are very ruthless with some of them like 
<laughs> you know how there's that joke with like celebrities that and their memoirs that they like buy themselves onto the New York bestsellers like list like they didn't oh, actually yeah. like they'll yeah, buy they their own book so many times to get on the list so I think they're just brutally honest with some of the people who are doing that they're like, like this memoir no one was reading this like but anyway, <laughs> it's, it's a good little like roast or sometimes they're really appreciative of the memoirs and they're honest. It sounds it. like a good podcast to listen to while doing the laundry. It's one of those. Totally. Yes, yes. While doing the dishes or whatever. Cleaning, yeah. whatever you're so this is a Celebrities Book Club, it's called? Celebrity Book Club, yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to look it up. There's one book, I think one of the best celebrities is like memoirs that I've read, honestly, because I've read a few is alicia keys oh my god the Ooh, i need to read that she's so good and if you grew up listening to her music you're just going to appreciate yes. her book even more because you're going to know what she's talking about and um yeah the girl's just smart she's just born smart like and, and obviously talented but uh i really enjoyed reading her memoir it was really nice i i think it's called more myself that's the name okay highly recommend i'm gonna have to read it okay that's like two, All right, two, two shares yeah Love two it. shares a book and a podcast so thanks for listening to the laundry podcast and you'll hear from us next week 